Hey, everybody, surprise. Here we are, and it's Sunday. Yep. I mean, it was just such a boring day today, and... Yeah, and we saw an extra movie, so we're going to go ahead and do an extra movie review. Yeah, so we figured we would just jump on at, like, a weird time. Yeah. Whenever we were ready to do it and, like, talk about it, just yeah. because we went to the movie theater yesterday and saw yeah. this. So. Yeah, we saw, saw this movie. It was uh, Godzilla Minus One. Yeah. And it, it was epic. It's awesome. This is a fucking great movie. It's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. I think this might be the best Godzilla movie. I mean, this one yeah. and maybe the best one since the original for sure. And well, yeah. like I said, I haven't seen, I've seen a lot of Godzilla movies, but I haven't seen them all. I'm not like a Godzilla fan girl or anything. Um, how many have they made? I think they've all together. Oh, there's 37 Godzilla movies. 33 yeah. of them made by Toho. Yeah. So. I've seen the, Amer- the, the American ones with Kong. They're, they're okay. Yeah. I don't really consider that to be Godzilla though. I mean, it's, there's something about the way it looks. It's just not quite right. Uh, this looks like Godzilla. And even the Japanese ones have yeah. gone through eras, you yeah, know what eras. I mean? So I feel like where they do reboots and different looks and stuff. Yeah. The newest one before this was Shin Godzilla. That was a, that was uh, yeah. Japanese was from last year. And it mixed reviews from what I heard. It was like, yeah. I think a lot of people liked Shin Godzilla. I yeah. thought it was older than that though. I thought it was I thought it was from like 2017 or Maybe you're right. Maybe something you're right. like that. I'm not entirely sure though. Because I think there was another one, um, I don't know, I feel like this one was kind of inspired by, this one's inspired by the original 1954 Godzilla, for sure. Yeah, it's a horror movie. Starts off as a horror movie. Got, yeah, damn, and it's in World War Two. that's when it starts. Which I love. Yeah, it's the Japanese, man, these are all Japanese. Yeah, it's all set in the 40s. Yep. 1945 it, to 1947, I think, is the span of the movie. There's very little English in it. It's all Japanese guys. It's all period. It looks yeah. correct. Thank like, God the it's clothes, not dubbed. The, uh, yeah, it's not dubbed. It's it's uh, subtitled. Thank fuck, I hate dubbing. Yeah. <laughs> and it starts off with some uh, mechanics, aircraft mechanics out on this little bitty island, and a uh, kamikaze pilot who his plane's there. They're working on it. He evidently had to ditch. Uh, the plane wasn't working right, so he uh, he ditched. The no, mission. his plane was working perfectly. Yeah, but that's not what he told them. But he told them that it was right. Perfect. Right, that's a spoiler, though. No, it's not. There's, okay. They say that in all the okay. reviews. This is like this happens like in the right. first couple minutes of the movie. Yeah, if it turns out it turns out there was nothing wrong with the plane. He said there was something wrong with the plane, so he didn't have to go on a kamikaze mission. Yeah, which you can't blame. While he was there, they got at, at night. Um, they heard something, a bunch of noise, and uh, this monster comes out of the ocean. And some of the Japanese mechanics knew what it was. They said, "Yeah, the the locals have been talking about this thing. They, they call it Godzilla." And um, they tried to shoot. They tried to hide from it at first, but then it, it walked up on them, and they shot it, and it attacked, and it destroyed a bunch of stuff. And the the kamikaze pilot, they asked him to get in the plane, and uh, maybe uh, shoot it with twenty millimeter guns that was on the on his kamikaze plane. But that should kill it. <clears throat> now this, he, he he freezes though. He doesn't pull the trigger. He got too scared. He was kind of a coward. Um. And he's the main character for the rest of the movie. Uh, because he didn't pull that trigger that Godzilla killed all those dudes, he didn't go home. And uh, he kind of felt like because he didn't go on his kamikaze mission, Japan lost the war. So he's trying to uh, overcome his basically feelings of fucking being a coward by confronting Godzilla when Godzilla finally shows up in Japan. 
It's a good flick, man. That's good. It has a it's lot. It's really good. Yeah. It was like I I had heard that it was just I didn't watch or read any reviews prior to it, but I had just heard kind of just generally that it's like oh my god this is like an amazing Godzilla. It's got yeah. like all the critics love it. It's just all the yeah. audiences love it. And I was just kind of like, um, so I'm I don't know. I'm just gonna add to that chorus though because I thought this was a great fucking yeah. movie. And like I said, I'm not a Godzilla fangirl or anything like that. Like I like Godzilla movies, but. They're you also know, goofy. I could take them or leave them. Yeah, yeah, they're goofy. But this one, I like this one because, much like the original 1954 movie, it took it seriously. And this is going back to the original idea of Godzilla as a manifestation of the atomic bomb. Yeah, and, I'm, and it's a monster. And yeah, yeah, and he's scary. Yeah. Which, like I said, in a lot of Godzilla movies, he's not really scary. And he's a part of the reason that he's scary. Well, he's just scary anyway. But part of the reason that he's scary is because you actually give a shit about the human characters, which is something that I think a lot of Godzilla movies struggle with. Yeah. Because most of the time you're just kind of like, nah, I just want to see Godzilla step on people and like knock buildings down and shit. But this one, I didn't really want to see that. Like, I did, but I didn't want the people to get killed. Yeah, they're showing the Japanese people running from this thing, and they're just regular people. And you're like, no! It's crushing It's them. awful! Yeah, it's killing people. Um... But it has everything you come to expect from a Godzilla movie um, based on the very first one. It's got a mad scientist. He was my favorite favorite character. Yeah, he's trying to figure out how to defeat. (laughs) I loved that guy. uh, Godzilla. uh, Brave naval captains. uh, Ex-military guys. um, Dude trying to become a family man. Uh... Loyal, brave woman. Um, adorable child. Yeah, it's got a little cute kid in it. Not a Kenny. No, he's not a Kenny like she's, grandma. She, she's not a Kenny. Yeah. But um, <laughs> there's a lot of real positive messaging in it about, you know, loss. How to recover from loss. Uh, how to be a man. It has that in there. Uh, that, that shit isn't perfect, you know. Um, the, how to be a little selfless. You know, yeah, it has it has a lot to do with it. How to let things go, yeah. like don't let things fuck you up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, uh, good uh, messages about patriotism and everybody pulling together. Uh, that don't, not be independent. See, uh, unlike other Godzilla movies, the government couldn't do shit. It was the people that were fighting Godzilla. It was a private, it's a private, it's a private organization they put together real rapidly out of uh, ex uh, like ex military guys, guys ex military yeah. guys, yeah, because the government couldn't help and America couldn't help. America because the war was just over, yeah, and so there was all these reasons that they couldn't. Yeah, America couldn't go down in there with force to fight Godzilla because uh, there the tensions with the Soviets. The Soviets fucking prevented that, prevented right. that. And the Japanese government really couldn't be depended on. They didn't really have anything. So the people had to do it. Which, that was kind of a cool message. Like, you know, that was, don't yeah, let I, others solve your problem. You got to fucking solve the problem, you know. And they rise up to solve the problem. And they eventually, you don't know if they overcome it. It's, I don't, doesn't seem like Godzilla was destroyed. Um, he would temporarily put, put it at bay. But it looks like he survived. Now, there's some differences with this one versus the other ones. They kind of explain why why Godzilla is impervious to things like tanks and shit. You can blow a hole in him. You can basically kill him. He just 
grows right back. He heals up. In, he like in regenerates. Seconds. Yeah, he regenerates. Like, well, like a lizard growing a tail back, yeah. I guess, is kind of where they were getting that idea. Yeah, from. but it's fast enough where you can watch yeah. it happening. And he'll have scars there, but then, then that'll that'll uh, kind of fade too. Um, another thing is that you can definitely hear the the Japanese actors calling him Godzilla. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. That's not his name in, in in Japanese. His name is Gojira. Yeah, with a J, Gojira. But for some reason, they said, "Okay, we're gonna call him God, with a Z, Godzilla," which that's okay. I guess Maybe it's a with nod a view to the American, international markets. Yeah, I guess. God, God to the it, nod to the international market. His real name is Gojira. Um, it's it's an excellent flick. Uh, and when we were walking out of there, there was an old guy in front of me, must have been about seventy, with his wife, and he goes, "That movie was a lot better than I thought it was going to be." It's yeah. a serious flick. It is. It's, it's not flick. like like yeah. There's there's monster shenanigans and monster destruction like you do get to see Godzilla like stepping on shit and like knocking shit over in Tokyo and all and coming up out of the ocean and fucking up battleships and shit like that you get to see him doing that but it's actually a really serious and I've seen a couple reviewers say this it's like this is this movie is so good that you could even take the Godzilla shit out of it and it would still be good yeah because all of the like the because the character drama is so compelling which you can't really say about a lot of Godzilla movies because even even some of the ones that I thought were good that were like real epic and had really cool like monster fights and shit like that, you didn't really give a crap about the humans. Yeah. This one you absolutely do. Like, um, you really don't want to see any of the characters get killed. There's a lot of emotional resonance. Really the only criticism I've ever seen of this are people being like, Well, I don't want to see like all these people like with the drama, character drama and all that other kind of stuff. I just want to see Godzilla stepping on people and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I've seen like a couple of dudes like say that kind of crap, but really... No, that's not what this movie is. That's not no. What, this differentiates all the movies. This is a very different kind of movie. It's not like a normal Godzilla movie where Godzilla's the main character and the the humans are just bit parts and you just and they're just filler. For the you know for they're the just like scenes. monster fodder yeah they're to not, get stepped on and eaten and whatnot they, they 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 struck a happy balance where Godzilla was his own character and he was doing cool shit and he does a lot of cool shit in it um, he's scary because he's not protecting Japan like in most of the Godzilla movies he's fucking Japan up big time and uh, <laughs> and uh, the characters that are trying to stop him and and you know are uh, you, you know them. You know them and you like them and you know their motivations of why they're trying to stop this thing. And um, you care about them if they get killed. You know. So it's it's a good balance. It uh, It's not like... I remember in some of the old Godzilla movies, as soon as it started talking about... Most of the scenes in a, in a, a classic Godzilla movie are, are a bunch of Japanese guys in suits in an office in a big fucking... at the top of some building all telling other, each other what to do. Right. That's what, you know... <laughs> they're planning what they're going to do. Right, which was in the 50s, you know, that was like the American equivalent of dudes talking on the telephone. Or they're in the office talking on the talking telephone. Talking about the monster threat yeah, and what or, they're going to yeah, do about it. and what it. they're going to do about it. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of that. The or, a lot of 50s. Or shots of somebody arriving and departing in a car. A lot of that was in the uh, old yeah, American They're, they're just trying to stretch it out to like, to, like, feature length. Yeah, That's what yeah. they were trying to do there. <laughs> they didn't have a big budget. So, uh, <laughs> but th- this, this one's done right. Definitely, uh, it's a hit, you know. It's evidently doing well in every market that it's in, and it's only being uh, played in certain theaters. Our AMC had it. 
I mean, if our AMC in dinky ass Leesburg had it, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like pretty. You wide can find release. it. You can find it because people came out to see it. Yeah, there was. We went yesterday afternoon at like the 115 show. Yeah, and there was a lot of people. And there was a lot of people in there. Yeah, so that it's uh, there was no promotion for this. It's all word of mouth. It did get a big premiere in L.A. Okay. Um, as far as I know, uh, but I think they. I don't know if they're like rolling it out slowly, like limited, or if it's wide release now. Like I said, if it's at the AMC in Leesburg, I imagine it's probably wide. Probably opening now. it up because it's making money. And it, you Everybody know, what is amazing to me is that this movie cost fifteen million dollars. Yeah, fifteen million dollars. It's nothing, and it looks yeah incredible. Yeah, it looks better than a, than a, it looks better than a Hollywood. I mean, the last record. Godzilla movies that they made in what do they they call that the MonsterVerse, right? Like yeah, they're like two hundred million. Yeah, they were like they're like one hundred sixty, one hundred seventy, yeah. two hundred million dollars, and yeah. it's like they looked cool and everything like that. But this one looked just as good. Yeah. I thought. And it cost like a tenth of the. That was a tenth of the money. Here's the thing about the American ones that, that that goes with the Kong one too. I like Skull Island, Kong Skull Island of them all. Yeah, I did too. Uh, actually, I, I think that was, that was like probably the best the one. Best one. I remembered the most of that one. The other ones were totally forgettable. I, I enjoyed watching them, but then when they were over, I couldn't tell you what happened. Yeah, they're, they're not very interesting. They're just spectacles, you know. This is an interesting movie. It's basically Jaws. Part of the movie is Jaws. Dudes in a rinky-dink ship fighting something that's much bigger than Jaws. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because There's that's... There's a lot of shit that's, like, taken out of Jaws. Because that's kind of, like, one of the plot points. Yeah. Like, after the main character, whose name is Koichi, by the way, um, when he comes back from the war and he's kind of, like, you know, he comes back and he has to live in this slum because the whole city's been decimated or whatever. Yeah, burned down. And he takes a job as, like, essentially, like, a minesweeper. Yeah, they Like, do. they're going and getting rid of all the mines after the war. All the old the mines from the war, yeah. And so, and that's where he meets, like, his little gang of friends, which is yeah. also great. I like that they have, like, the family thing, like, where he, yeah. he just ends up... Finding a baby. With this woman. Yeah. And this baby. The baby's yeah. not hers, no. but the, you know, everybody got killed, you know what yeah. I mean? So she kind of just adopted this baby. And most people were just abandoning babies. Right. At this time. And so she just kind of, like, yeah. moves in with his house because he feels bad for her. Yeah. And then they just kind of end up shacking up or whatever. So it's just kind of like this little ersatz family that they think. And then he has like these three buddies that he's on this, doing this like really risky job with. Yeah. And that's kind of how they yeah. um, come in contact with Godzilla. He's the only one that saw it previous to it because it was yeah. smaller. Yeah. The first was, time he it saw it, it got full, bigger like later. Yeah. When you first see Godzilla, like on the island, he's not the, full size. Right. Evidently, the. It was, uh, I was watching, um, I think, Midnight's Edge, or one of the guys from Midnight's Edge, another channel, the great channel. He was under the impression that when the first time you see uh, Godzilla, it's that he's in his unmutated form. That's what I thought. That he's natural. Right. But he got mutated later and got yeah. bigger, and, and, he, and he changed a little bit the way he looked. Yeah, and, I thought that he implied and that. He, and, he, and, he, and he developed a lot of special abilities, like that damn... The heat ray, heat they call ray it breath, in the movie. But it makes an atomic bomb. Yeah, like a like hits. a mushroom cloud yeah, kind of explodes. shit. Yeah, it explodes. It's fucking badass. Um, and he had to get really pissed for him to unleash that. You know, he, and he's he like powers up. up. Ba-ching, ba-ching, really, yeah. And <laughs> and there's like a recharge time. He can't do it all the I time. I love it. I love it. But uh, when you first see it, it's not that big, really. It's the size of a dinosaur. 
Yeah, like it's yeah. big. You would shit your yeah, pants yeah. if you saw it, but it's not it's nowhere near as big as. Yeah, when you still. see it later on and it yeah. comes out of the water, you're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it swims real well. Yeah. And then there's some things that they Jenny they look like little fish. People were saying they were calling them fish, the dead yeah. fish coming up. But I looked at them, man. They didn't look like fish. They looked like sperm cells. Looked like a no, town. They were definitely fish. I'm looking at that. Look like because that they no. showed it, man, and it looked like they were fish. It looked like a foot long, or eight inch long sperm cell. I, I thought, thought because I thought he was spawning in there. No, 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 no. Okay. That doesn't have anything to do with anything. Okay. One of the things you knew that one of the ways that you knew Godzilla was coming was that all the deep sea fish, like all these dead deep sea fish, would rise to the top. Okay. So they're either weird looking fish from the deep sea or they're fish that went through decompression when they okay. came up really fast it, is why it, they looked weird like that. Okay. But uh, I'm trying to think. Another thing that's interesting about the movie is that there's the guys on Midnight Edge said that these this was basically practical effects that had been enhanced with CG. Godzilla doesn't look like the American Godzilla, thankfully. It looks like the Toho, this is a Toho movie, it looks like Toho Godzilla suit. That's what it looks like. But a but, lot better. But like a lot better. A lot better. I like that they kind of homaged yeah. Yeah. the man in the suit look, but yeah. still made it look like a real creature. Yeah. If that It makes has huge sense. feet, just like in the Toho movies. It can't lift its feet up very far, so it just crushes everything as it goes. Oopsie, sorry. Yeah. There. Uh, it's real bottom heavy. It's got big old fat legs on it, just like, just like the... The, the, the old movies. Um, now, they were saying that it's it, it's a suit. That's what you're seeing. It's just most of the time. So it's a suit or a puppet, and it and, and they're, it's performing in miniatures. Evidently, the buildings are miniatures. It very well may CG be. But they to kind of enhance right. it. That's, that's I did said. see a little bit of behind-the-scenes footage, though, where yeah. they were constructing the monster in... Yeah. You know, like a 3D modeling program. Yeah. So I'm not really sure, like, you know, with the wireframe and everything. They were saying it was a mix. So it's, pro well, yeah, it probably is. I kind of feel like it. I mean. There, there's some shots where the boat is trying to get away from it and Godzilla's head's behind it coming up out of the water. It's like straight out of the jaws. And its head looks fucking badass. It doesn't, it looks like the old Godzilla, which to me, Godzilla's face always looked like a cat. It didn't it does look like, like a, yeah. It didn't look like a lizard. It looks like a fucking evil cat, really. <laughs> A cat lizard. It's only way I can describe it. But it has the eyes and everything. And what's funny is that it didn't blink. Yeah, and that's right. I never noticed blink. that. And it did. It doesn't blink. I think in the old Godzilla movies. I think they, I think it made it blink later. But they never once showed it. I blank. guess maybe when it was a guy in a suit, they yeah. were like, "Yeah, that's too much trouble." Like, yeah, <laughs> made it, it blink. No I one's gonna notice. It Probably not. So they to homage that. They never showed it blinking. So, well, and what you were saying about Jaws, like the writer, director, and visual effects guy on this, who are all the same person, by the way, whose name is uh, Takashi Yamakaze, um, he uh, cited Jaws as one of the inspirations okay, yeah. for this film. I could see it, yeah. And, yeah, particularly the sequences where they're out on the mine, the little mine-sweeping boat, yeah. and they get sent out on this mission and because all these American... Uh, Battleships have been fucked up. Yeah. And they are like, hey, go out there and um, see if you can Godzilla's see what's going big on. enough to throw a destroyer. They show a damn yes. destroyer going through the air. No. 
and hit. It's crazy. Oh, it looks good. Yeah. It does look The guys good. are on the ship watching it go through the air. Oh, and shit. Yeah. yeah. And they're going, oh, fuck. I think I said, oh, shit, in the theater, too, yeah. when I saw that. Now, uh, <laughs> towards the end of the movie, there's this the big main effort to defeat Godzilla. They launch it. And uh, the kamikaze pilot, he's able to get his hands on an experimental aircraft that actually did exist in Japan called a Shinden. And so he, he had a Shinden. It was, uh, but basically it was a back a backwards propeller plane. It had a big wing in the back, prop the pusher prop in the back, pointed fuselage and a little canards in the front. And it always looked like it's flying backwards. But that was a real plane. They even we were working on a jet version of it too. But th- but he's got the propeller version. They got guns on it and they've smuggled a bomb in it. And uh, there's some other shit. I don't want to spoil everything. But he's. He wants to fly around this thing and bait Godzilla into the kill zone, basically, where they're going to... I'm going to tell you what the plan is, either. It's a good plan. Yeah. And then uh, he's got a bomb in the nose. They had... They Especially his, his, his buddies, who were the, the the mechanics that he that he met when, when the they first saw Godzilla. The one mechanic that was one left. One of them, yeah. And then his friend. Because he was the only dude that was yeah, left. That, that survived seeing Godzilla. So they, they, they knew they'd seen Godzilla before. Um, they had a bomb. He mounted a bomb in the nose, and he was gonna ram it down um, Godzilla's throat. But I ain't gonna spoil how it happens. Shit, it's, it, it's good. It's pretty cool. Um, and um, it's kind of left open. The the the. You're not sure what. It, it, it's obvious to me if you know the series that Gojira survives it. Yeah, because you can't yeah. have a Godzilla movie where you like kill Godzilla at yeah. the end. You know what I mean? Because he's got to come back. No, it's called Godzilla Mi- minus one. I didn't know what it meant, but I, I did. The guys on Midnight's Edge knew what it meant. In J- in Japanese culture, after they lost the war against the United States, they would say that they were starting from zero. Yeah. That Japan started from zero. Well, this is before even starting from zero. Or they're starting at an even one. more of a disadvantage. Minus one, yeah. That's why it's called minus, minus one. Minus one, yeah. Well, to see, I think that's why, because, um, okay, so the original Godzilla, which came out in 1954, was very much concerned with, like, the atomic bomb and all that kind of stuff. So I like that they went back to that theme. And I think it was genius to set this movie right after the end of World War II, when Japan's still all fucked up, they're still trying to rebuild everything. Everyone's tired. Everybody's, you know, relatives. Everybody knows people that have been, loved yeah. ones that have been killed. And it's just kind of like all this bad shit happens, and they're living in these horrible conditions. And it's taking place over several years. Yeah, I think it's like two years. Like yeah. I think it's like a two-year it time span. It starts during the war. But yeah, like up, at the tail end. At the tail end of it. But then a couple, and then it goes probably like five years. I think it like, goes up yeah. to 1947 or 1948, maybe. Okay, so about three years. Um, but yeah, because I'm going by how old the kid was, and yeah. I think they did they do show like markers, like what right. like when it is, and I remember seeing 1947. I don't remember after that. That but, makes the movie a lot more realistic in an old Godzilla movie. It's all happening now. Yeah. So they get all this shit together in fucking yeah. two days. This is yeah. This know? is over like a time span. Yeah, over pretty years. But see, I think it was like a great idea because it's like so Japan is all they're all fucked up. They're like you know we just we survived and we just want to like you know, pick up the pieces, basically, and try to put our lives back together. And then all of a sudden, this big giant fucking lizard is 
you know, steaming toward Tokyo and they have to do something about it. And so the government can't do anything. You know, they are all fucked up. It's like the U.S. can't do anything. Nobody can do anything for them. And so like all of these ex-military, like all of this, it's kind of a populist movie in the sense that they're all just kind of like, well, we're the only ones that can do anything. And I like that. Like some of the dudes were like, yeah, fuck that. It's like, we just survived the war. All my family are dead. It's like, I'm not doing it. And you can, and you can understand like why people would think that they would have died anyway, though, had they not tried. That, yeah. That's another thing. That's one thing they didn't consider. Well, if we do nothing, we're going to die anyway. <laughs> but they, well, yeah, I'm sure that did, that did occur to them, but they yeah. were like, eh, I'll probably take my chances. You know what yeah. I mean? But, um, but yeah, so I like that there was this theme of not only redemption for like the main character, because like I said, he did some kind of fucked up shit at the beginning, um, that he felt was like dishonorable and he got shit on because of that. But as it went on, um, you kind of saw these people just like all, trying to pull together like for the greater good because they knew that no one else was going to help them and they knew that if they didn't do something then nobody else was going to do anything and they were all going to get fucked up you know what i mean so i thought it was like a really good i don't know i just thought that was a really good idea to set this during that specific time period because it really gave it a lot more um i don't know like it it gave it a lot more like of an emotional core i guess because you could just feel all of these military veterans and stuff like that, they were just like, man, we're fucking over this shit. You know what I mean? They just yeah. went through a war. They were all messed up. And it was just kind of like, and now we have to deal with this shit. You know, and yeah. they just didn't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So I really like, I really liked that aspect of it. You know, I thought that was a good, like for dramatic purposes, I thought that was a really good conflict to introduce. What other films do we see this year? What other films do we see this year? Yeah. Not, in, what, in the theater? In the theater. We saw a Voyage of the Demeter. I remember seeing yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, what that was, was good. what was the um, did we see a Tom Cruise movie this year yeah. or was that last uh, yeah, year? Yeah, we saw um, um, Mission Impossible. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'd probably put this above Mission Impossible actually. Yeah, I think I liked this better than Mission. I liked yeah. that Mission Impossible yeah, movie, but um, they're different. I think I liked this one better. This is one that. of the better ones of this year. And I was pretty much that's every other review of this that I've seen, like other yeah. movies uh, reviewing sites that I subscribe to or channels. Um, pretty much everybody's saying that that yeah. it's this is easily one of their favorite one of the movies one, of the yeah. year. Hugo says he got split because there's spoilers. You're gonna see this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We understand. Andy said, "Are you guys gonna do a reaction to the Fallout TV show teaser? I have not seen it. I haven't seen it. Yet. I didn't even know they were making that. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to go look that up now. I don't know. We don't usually do reaction videos because we're not that we're not on the ball yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean just off the top of my head if they're gonna do a fallout television show it's gonna be bad probably i don't know I, I, i'm gonna default towards gonna suck they they tend to fuck video game stuff up pretty bad um we'll, we'll have to see you know I'll, I'll wait for somebody else to watch it and i'll get feedback off of it before i bother with it that's kind of usually what I... But to yeah. be honest, it's like... Th- okay, so this movie... I didn't even know that there was a Godzilla movie coming out. Well, it's not like I don't really keep up. You know what I mean? I keep up with horror movies, but yeah, that's I only about heard about it. this two days ago. But yeah, so I just heard about it from Tom, and he's like, oh, we should go to the theater and see that because it's playing here. And I was like, yeah, okay. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like Godzilla movies, okay? They're fine. But I was actually surprised by how much I really liked this one. I thought this yeah. was like a great, like I said, even if Godzilla, well, yeah, Godzilla needs to be in it because he's like yeah. a, a really good part of it. But I like that it didn't, I like that they didn't skimp on the other parts of the movie. Yeah. 
like, yeah, all the Godzilla shit is, like, super epic and everything, but all the human stuff is really, really good, too. Oh, yeah. And I think that this is maybe the only Godzilla movie I've seen, other than the original one, that took care yeah. with the characters and made, like, a whole story arc for all these characters that you gave a shit about. The original Godzilla movie from, from the 50s, when I saw it as a kid, scared me. It was a, like a horror movie. It has a tone like that. Yeah. This movie has that same tone. It's better. But it's... It's a kind of a remake of that movie in some ways. Um, they're going to try to recapture what that original was. And I say, yeah, they, they succeed, yeah, succeeded. I think that was a great idea. Yeah, I think it kind of topped the original. But it's right up there with the original. It's, it's not shitting on the original. It actually took the best stuff from the original. And then they even improved on it. And they even uh, homaged the, the fucking score. The fucking, they, all the dramatic fucking yeah. score when you first see Gojira or Godzilla. Shit, that's, that sounded like it was right from the original movie. And I like, too, that they didn't, and I noticed this when I was watching the movie. Most of the movie doesn't have a score. Yeah, I guess it doesn't, doesn't it? It, just it comes really in when only, you see yeah, it comes in yeah. like when there's like real dramatic shit happening. But the rest of the time, there wasn't any, <clears throat> which actually did, I did notice that. Yeah. Like in a lot of the quieter scenes when it's just like characters talking and stuff like that, like dramatic scenes, they don't have any. It feels score. authentic as shit, too. I mean, you know, just because it's all Japanese language. Uh, good Japanese acting. I mean, they're taking the shit seriously. Um, the costumes, the settings, you know, it, it's the vehicles, everything. It, it's 40s, and it's fucking. It takes you back to that time. Even though I never lived in Japan in the 40s, it looks like that's what it's taking place, you know? Yeah. And uh, there's a great scene where Godzilla's fucking downtown. It wasn't Tokyo. I forgot what city it was. Ginza. Ginza, that's right. He's, they're downtown in Ginza, and on top of the building is a Japanese news reporting team. Yeah. And, he's, and, the, the, and the Japanese reporter, man, he's trying to... Actually, it wasn't television, it was radio, was it? Yeah. He's doing his radio broadcast from the top, describing to the Japanese people what the fuck is happening, you know? They say, Godzilla's right next to our beloved, you know, what was that? Something or other. Some theater. Theater, you know? And then he's destroying it and shit. He's watching it from the top of the building and shit. And Godzilla comes and fucking knocks that building over and they go falling. They, they show him fucking sliding and falling and dying and shit. It was fucking good, man. It was good. It was straight out of the Hindenburg film broadcast. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure that's what they were watching. Okay. Oh, the humanity! Oh, the humanity! Like this shit is the fucking God. Is, is the, is the Hindenburg blew up? Yeah. 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 Perfect. They nailed it. They nailed it. That was a great scene. But the thing about it, was an it epic flick, because um, Tammy was saying Son of Godzilla was a comedy. Yeah, and I feel like there have been a lot of comedic. Well, I mean, look at all the Godzilla movies that had Minya mm-hmm. in them. You know what I mean? Baby Godzilla. A bit like Baby Godzilla. Yeah. And um. You know, I, I just kind of feel like some, they, they kind of, for a time, went for, like, oh, it's Godzilla, it's like a kid's movie. Yeah, and he's protecting Japan, he's good, he can even dance. That's like some gamma shit around, Right, right, right. Yeah. They went for the kids. Right. And I, I, you know, this is very much not a kid's movie. Yeah. Like I said, there's not really much humor in it. Um, it's, you know, it's very focused on the aftermath of World War II and, like, how 
fucking horrible these people's lives are and shit like that and now they're getting and now here comes godzilla like to step on them and they have to do something about that and they're just like man why the fuck you know after all of this so you know what i mean so i like that there's not i just there's like a little bit like moments of levity in it but there's not really any comedy in it which i actually really appreciate it they really do take it seriously this is a serious monster it's a serious threat yeah they're not making a joke out of it yeah. they're not they're just like oh fuck like here yeah. comes this fucking gigantic well they let you know this is going to be a horror movie and it's serious right off the bat yeah on, on the damn island when unmutated godzilla in his natural form is he's bigger than a tyrannosaurus rex but he's but basically that's what you're dealing with but he's not as big as and he, he kills a bunch of people right and uh you know it, it, it's pretty brutal it's cool. Yeah, he's just flinging people yeah. over. And, and uh, the kamikaze pilot, he had a damn PTSD behind that. Kip, kip. And then later on when he was doing the mind-sweeping job, he sees it again. And it's bigger. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty good. And he's shit. He told, he told him what it was. I know what that is. I've seen that before. Yeah. That's Godzilla. Except that's way bigger than the last yeah. time I saw it. <laughs> like, two, like two years ago or whatever it was. Right. So it grew like to a much bigger yeah. size like in the interim. Um, yeah, Andy says, Amazon Studios is making it the Fallout show. Uh, it's coming out April 12th, 2024. As a huge Fallout fan, I watched it with low expectations, but was pleasantly surprised. Uh, he also... They have a way of ruining things. Especially when it comes to video game movies. We'll see. I mean, if it's actual fans of the show, or fans of the movie, of the, of the video game, maybe you'll have something there. But chances are... It's been purchased by a company that, uh, and they're going to try to fucking put their message across. They're just going to use that as a vehicle. That's probably what it's going to be. Because that's usually what it is. That's usually how they do it. So I wouldn't get your hopes up. I, when, when it comes to any of these modern series, I'd start the ball real low. I wouldn't expect much. Now, if it comes out good, then you're lucky. And then if it stays good, you're lucky. Or it'll go the way Mandalorian did, where only the first two seasons were any good. You know, they just... They have a way of fucking shit up. Andy also says, World War II and Godzilla is such an interesting combination. It does sound intriguing. Yeah, I really liked... Like I said, I didn't really know anything about this movie, other than it was a Godzilla movie, like, before we went to it. So I wasn't aware that it was, like, set after World War II. But while I was watching it, I was sitting there going, man, this was a fucking genius idea. Like, yeah. putting Godzilla in this context. Yeah. It just worked really, really well. Yeah. They were out on these little islands. And, um... It was something that the, what, what the Japanese called the primitives knew about it. Kind of like Kong, uh, Kong on Skull yeah, yeah. Island. Kind of like that. Yeah, they didn't go super into it, but they did yeah. imply that... They just implied the, that the, the natives on the this... Natives it was Odo Island was what it yeah. was, where these mechanics were. Yeah, he says the natives called that thing Yeah, they, they had seen it before. They'd they seen knew it, yeah. They, they'd been talking about that thing. You yeah, know? but that was this was the first time that it had right. come up out of the water. It was, you know, and of course, it was nowhere near as big as it gets, but it was still pretty big. It's yeah. bigger than a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, because there's just kind of like... I would even call that sort of like a prologue. Like, that happens on Odo Island, where that monster attack happens when Godzilla's still relatively small. And then there's, like, then it jumps ahead. You know what I mean? And then there's, like, a long sequence that's just kind of focused on the human characters before Godzilla comes back out again. And he's, like, way, way bigger, like, that time. Yeah. But, yeah, like I said, so big that he comes out and you can just fuck up, like, a battleship and stuff. Yeah. And he could have destroyed it. Its head went right in front of the cannons. He didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. He froze up. 
And that was before the mutation happened, so it wouldn't have healed up. He would have killed it. Right. So he felt survivor's guilt and guilt for that because that thing ended up killing everybody on the damn island. Or all his friends on the island. Japanese guys. Yeah. Yeah, so he just, like, carries that burden, like, yeah. for the rest of because he just, like, feels like a loser. And then, like, yeah. obviously because he was a kamikaze and he didn't go through with his... Yeah, they said he came he, back he, alive. He yeah. chickened out. Yeah. So when he gets back to where he was, like, this few surviving people are like, yeah. oh, you know, that's dishonorable. And they were like, yeah. you're a piece of shit. You're a coward. Right. Like, we lost the war because of people like you. Right. So he wasn't having a good time. So he yeah. was he was really not um, not feeling good yeah. when he came back. And, then, and the Japanese civilians didn't know. They didn't know the details of the war. If you actually look at the numbers, they had no chance. They had no chance of making it. I just once saw a... Uh, Bravery wasn't enough. Um, I once saw a damn graphic illustration of the amount of support equipment behind a Japanese fighting man and behind the American fighting man, of how much equipment was behind his effort. <clears throat> For every one Japanese soldier, there was really only a couple hundred pounds of material behind him uh, in support. For every American soldier in the Pacific Theater, there was like 30 tons of fucking support material behind him. Just in the weight of the ships and tanks and ammo and food, you know. It was a David and Goliath type situation. Now worse, it was, you know, they were pipsqueaks. They had, reason why they lost, I'm getting off story, but they lost because they had victory disease. They'd been winning against China for so long, they thought they knew what they were doing, but they had never fought against an industrial power that could just make ships and tanks like they were nothing. You know, to by the time they realized what it was like fighting American soldiers and the American army, it was kind of too late. But they they tried to build a, a new army, but it, and a new navy, but it would was, was would never be ready in time. Well, to me, like while I was watching the movie, and this actually occurred to me while I was watching the movie, I said I think that's what makes this even more emotionally resonant to me, because when Koichi, the main character, when he comes back to, you know, his decimated hometown and everybody's dead. Like, the few people that are remaining are like, yeah, we lost the war because of cowards like you. Everybody, and I think that the director was saying, well, everybody in the audience knows that's not true. It wouldn't true, have yeah. made any wouldn't difference. Wouldn't any difference. But yeah. he's still being made to feel like that, and he still yeah. feels like that, even though it probably wouldn't have made any difference. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? And the thing about it is, like, even if he had been able to shoot Godzilla in, in the plane, that might not have killed it. You know what I mean? It might have, but it might not have. So it's just kind of, so he's like beating himself up for stuff that might not have made any difference in the long run, which to me made it like even sadder. Twenty millimeter would have handled that. I know what twenty millimeter would do, and that thing was not. Well, that, yeah, it, because it, it, it wasn't have, its made its main size. Yeah, it wouldn't have done anything to have fucking mutated Godzilla, but its original. Yeah, he might have. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so maybe he should have felt bad about yeah, that. Yeah, it would have blown his head off. But the whole thing about him not him not going through this kamikaze mission and people being like, yeah, we lost the war because of you. Like, not because of you specifically, but because yeah. of cowardice. And it's yeah. just like, I don't really think that that would have made no. any difference. Like, if he no. had gone on his kamikaze mission, I don't think it would have made they it hit, they hit an the, iota of difference. They hit the American Navy with as many kamikaze attacks as they could muster, and it didn't make a difference. It did damage, but it 
There's just too many ships. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's in the yeah. long run. It wouldn't have made a difference. It just delayed it for a few months. But like it. I said, that's what yeah. made him kind of like a tragic character yeah, was because getting for something he was wasn't. getting blamed for that. Yeah. Well, he was blaming himself for it, for not going through with it because he was a coward, yeah. even though it wouldn't have made a difference. So I think like as the movie goes on, they kind of address that a little yeah. bit. Where it's like, you know, we're expecting these young men to go yeah. and, like, kill themselves to do this, and it probably wouldn't have made any difference yeah. in the long run. Well, the the message that lets the audience know that the Japanese were wrong about the kamikazes making a difference is the inclusion of a, of something in the story called an ejection seat. Yeah. In which, when you see the movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. The kamikaze attacks would have only just delayed the inevitable a few months. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. So really, he would have died for nothing. It was better that he lived. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. And I'm saying that. And I'm saying that to me that his made parents it like told a, him to come back alive. Yeah, and he said, "I did do that." Yeah, which that was actually the right thing. Come back alive. And that's uh, well. Yeah. I kind of thought yeah. that was because that was kind of a whole underlying theme of the movie too. Was that, um, y- in a way, you kind of have to like choose to live or like choose to be happy, yeah. because he was so fucked up by the stuff that he had done and so. Um, plagued with self-hatred because of what he had done that he wouldn't allow himself to live. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the overall, his overall story arc was redemption and uh, basically how to become a man. Yeah. He became a man with by adopting a wife and a child, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, and became, because he didn't want to be the father. But eventually he does, he becomes the father. Yeah, yeah like he steps up to... So he becomes a man. That's that's what the story arc is. But that's a great message. He took responsibility. Yeah. Doing, doing his duty. Yeah, that was kind of like really kind of the whole thing behind yeah. it. And like I said, he was a great character. All the acting in this was really good too. But I think like the, the mad scientist, well, he wasn't a mad scientist, but... Um, kind of like the Egon. He was like the Egon of this yeah. movie. Yeah. They just called him Doc. Yeah. And um, he was great. I loved him. He was the one that came up with... He had worked th- for the Navy during the war, like, as a technical... Like, he was a yeah. weapons... Did he say he was, like, a weapons designer or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. And um, so then after, like, when they have to fight Godzilla, he's the one that comes up with the plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he comes up with this, like, really cool, like, elaborate plan. Yeah, he's kind of like... Uh, he's homaging a lot of the, the mad brilliant scientists from all the other monster movies, the Japanese monster movies. You're going to have to have some kind of mad scientist there. It's going to come yeah. up with some stuff. And you know, I... Kind of like Egon out of fucking... From Ghostbusters. From Ghostbusters or uh, the guy uh, who plays the uh, the dude in fucking uh, Jurassic Park. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, uh, that, what's that guy's name? Um, yeah, I know you're talking about. You know about. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that dude. What's that What's that actor's name? Well, now I can't. Don't put me yeah, on the spot. Yeah, put you on the spot. Now I can't yeah. remember. You guys know who I'm talking I just, about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I just can't think he's of it. Kind of the charismatic, kind of likable yeah, yeah. scientist. He's kind of got crazy hair and he's, you know, yeah. soft spoken and nice guy, you know. And he's going to come up with some brilliant ideas. And you have to listen to me, kind of a nerd, nerd type guy. Yeah. But he's you know, right. I yeah. mean, I always like that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. I always like when it's nerd power, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of nerd power. Well and, the, well, and another thing that I liked, and this also occurred to me while I was watching the movie, is I like that they had the mad scientist nerdy character who came with the plan and everything. I feel like in some older Godzilla movies that I've seen, they made that character almost like comic relief. Yeah. But this one they didn't. Like, no. yeah, he has like kind of, it's not crazy hair, but it's like, you know, unusual he's hair, got I guess. woofy hair. Is yeah. Kind of... and, he's just, and they kind of set him up like that, but he's yeah. not funny. Like, he's no. actually like a really honorable, like really good character. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's Jeff Goldblum. Thank you, Jeff I could, Goldblum. I could not yeah, remember that mother. I could see his face, and I couldn't yeah. remember that motherfucker's name to save my life. Yeah, there's a great um, brain cells are dying, kids. It's a, <laughs> a great scene where they have kind of like the traditional uh, uh, Godzilla scene where all the military leaders and the government and the scientist guys and the all media the are all coming together to figure out what they're going to do. It's like that, okay? And uh, they're going, "Oh fuck this! We don't want to do that, man. We're gonna, we'll all get killed." You know, what kind of crazy plan? Well, scientist drops his nuts. He jumps on the damn mic and uh, starts telling the plan. And he wins He wins some of them over. Now, some other guys, some other characters have to come in and, you know, convince the crowd. But uh, that the, the mad scientist character really kind of shows his, uh, his worth as kind of like a leader during that thing. That he steps up and shows how they're going to destroy it. How he plans to destroy Godzilla, and there, we have you know it'll work because I, I can't guarantee it. Well, and that I was like kind of cool. About I that. like that he's honest about that because they're like, yeah. "Well, is this going to kill him?" He's like, "Well, I can't guarantee that." Yeah, yeah. He's a scientist. Right. They know there's no 100 percent certainty. And see, I like that. And it's, yeah, and the see, <laughs> see, thing is, is, in an old Godzilla movie, he just just slide and said yes. <laughs> but no, this one, he's like, like, they made him honest. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's kind of like a Michio Kaku guy. Yeah, like a, little, a, young, yeah, a little young, bit. Young Michio Kaku guy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. He did kind of remind me of that a little yeah. bit. But yeah. <laughs> it's a classic flick, man. I'm going to own it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to own it. It was, yeah, it was like yeah. surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was surprisingly good. Yeah, and uh, they leave it to where they let you know that another one's coming. And, you know, Toho did a good job on this one as long as they hold the course... I'd like to see Mothra, maybe. What happens if they I, go with Mothra? I, I would like to see. With this. I would like to see a Mothra um, in done in this kind of yeah. context. That would be cool, actually. Who else could they? Mothra do? is always kind of my favorite yeah. of all the Mothra. Godzilla adjacent monsters. And then you could have you could have Mothra. What about Monster Zero? Oh well, no. Okay. When you have the I, aliens I might like show that up. Too. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Ghidra, Ghidorah. Yeah. Or whatever they call King it. Ghidorah. Yeah, King Ghidorah. Yeah, you could do that. You could have Godzilla come back, fight King Ghidorah. Yeah, you could have destroy all monsters eventually. Where they have them all there. Yeah. Yeah. There was one. But you have to make it really believable. It's yeah. got to be serious. See, and that's the challenge. Because, like it's I said, this one was serious yeah. as a heart attack. Like yeah. I said, this was very grounded in reality. Yeah. There wasn't anything goofy about no. it. There wasn't anything. I mean, this was. Godzilla was like terrifying in this. Yeah, he's biting trains and shit. Because you could imagine, like I said, there was absolutely nothing funny about this at all, no. because it's like, you if you saw this happen in real life, you're like, well, we're fucked. Yeah, he blew up a whole city like atomic bomb with his breath. Yeah. Said, yeah. He just fucking, and then they showed like the it aftermath. It was an atomic bomb. And it killed like 30,000 people yeah. or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, so it was just kind of like the absolutely nothing funny about this at all. It wasn't goofy, it wasn't... Mm. Because, like I said, I kind of feel like some of the Godzilla movies, even some of the Japanese ones, it's like, hey, look, he's stepping on miniatures, and it's like shit like that. But I'm like, he's stepping on actual real human yeah. beings. Like, and this actually kind of shows the weight of that. Yeah. Like, of him actually, you can see him, like, fucking stepping on these terrified yeah. people. Yeah, well, not only that, is that you had the damn uh, news reporting crew, the mm -hmm. radio re crew. They introduce them kind of like their characters, and you get to feel, you get a feel for who this guy is. They show his ass down. <laughs> Godzilla I was like, wow, they're either really brave or really yeah. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're trying to bring everybody the latest Godzilla news. Yeah. Got their ass killed. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Hey, he went down doing his job. 
Yeah, and like I said, maybe, and I think that was kind of like a little microcosm yeah. of kind of like that was his duty. Yep. He had to tell the public what was going on. Yep. Get the information out there. And he he just went yeah. down doing that. So good for him. It's like they got it directly out of the damn Hindenburg it, yeah, transmission. I think it was exactly. I think oh, it was. the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, yeah. So for some reason, as usually happens when me and Tom are having a discussion about something, yeah. is that in the car on the way home, it occurred to me, I was like, there's got to be Godzilla porn, right? Okay. I was like, yeah. where where Godzilla is just like knocking over Tokyo with his big <laughs> yeah. giant dick or whatever. So I was like, so obviously when I get home, I'm going to like, okay, I'm going to look up Godzilla porn. And uh, I'm like, yep. Um, I mean, I could have, I would have bet a million dollars that there was because there's porn of everything. But yep, there's lots of Godzilla porn. And I said, and I told him, I said, and there's also an interesting little subgenre of porn of Godzilla raping King Kong. Oh, shit. So we just got demonetized. <laughs> These are fictional characters, YouTube. You know, I'm just saying it's uh, and it's all drawn. Obviously, yeah. it's not fucking real. Although I'm sure there's some porn out there of people in suits. But that would Ridiculous. be funny. But I didn't see any of that. But I just saw like the drawn. So uh, this one gets uh, a thumbs up from me and Jen. I'd recommend it. See it in the movie theater. If you haven't seen a movie lately and you want to have a good time, take somebody to go see this little movie. It's worth it. You'll like it. If you like Jaws, if you like the good Godzilla movies, just monster movies, yeah, you'll like this one. It's good. Yeah, and like I said, it's a good balance of yeah. like character drama yeah. with like some really awesome like yeah. monster destruction. And I'm glad they didn't dub it. It's subtitled, so it sounds awesome. I mean, it's authentic. Act, you can tell the acting's good. Yeah, that dubbing drives yeah. me crazy. Yeah. The, the only time that dubbing doesn't really bother me is in Giallo movies. Yeah. Because I know that they just like dubbed all of those because they yeah. were just kind of like, whatever. There but is no original language. There's not really, <laughs> not really, because everybody just kind of spoke their own language. And they're like, we'll just dub yeah. it over in lots of different languages and yeah. release them all over the world. But any other foreign movie, I always want to see it in its original language. It's too distracting um, knowing that that's not the person's voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It distracts me too much and it just, I can't concentrate. And, it, and you can tell that they're being recorded in a studio. It doesn't sound like it's on location. Right, that too. That, you know. that too. Yeah, because you can always tell the difference between... Because they even do this in, in all movies, but you know they do ADR where you know they add in lines in post-production. Like It's like, oh, well, we didn't, we didn't get that on location or we had to add some dialogue in or something like that, and they add it in later. And there's always a slight difference. Yeah. In the sound, like you can always tell the difference. Yeah. So I kind of feel like maybe that's what, like, when movies are dubbed, it's like, yeah, that sounds like it's inside a studio and not like outside on a beach or wherever they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this one, you can tell they're, you get the sensation that they're out on the ocean in this little wooden dam boat, the yeah. size of the orca. That, what was the name of that? that what was? The I boat? think it was called the orca. I think it was yeah. called the orca. Yeah. Yeah, the boat in Jaws, yeah. boat in Jaws. Is the one that, that they're going to need a bigger yeah, one. Yeah, but it was Japanese. <laughs> it wasn't even painted. It yeah, it was just wood. a wood. Well, they they explain that it's a wooden boat because... Because yeah, because Koichi goes to work on it because he's like, oh well, it's good money, even though it's like super dangerous. And he goes there, and it's this rickety ass wooden boat. He's like, yeah, we're yeah. gonna go look for mines. He's like, oh, well, it has to be a wooden boat because you know the U.S. had magnetic mines, and if you had a metal ship, then you know the mines yeah. would be attracted to it and it'll blow up. So you have to have like a wooden one. So it looks like this little fucking rickety ass boat, and they're going out like scooping mines out of the water and like then blowing them up all, like over there. But yeah, so yeah. um yeah, if you want to go to the theater and see something really good, then this one's really good. Yeah. I mean... It's not going to be the same seeing it on a uh, screen. On a television. Yeah, probably screen. not. 
I kind of feel like this is definitely one that needs to be seen real big. We sat up close. We were like third row back. Yeah, we we usually sit up in the third row. Because not a lot of people sit up there, that's why. Because I don't like sitting by people. Yeah. And when we were there before, do you remember remember you were saying, like, we were waiting for the movie to start, and you said, do you remember when that bitch came in here and tried to say that we were sitting in her seats? Yeah. I don't even remember. I don't even remember what movie that was. It was a long time ago. But yeah, they have, like, AMC, probably other theater chains, too. They all have a sign seat now. You know, you buy the tickets, and then they're like, hey, where do you want to sit? And then they tell you where your seat is, right? She was just tripping. She comes up with all these kids and tries to Karen her way into the fucking seats. Yeah. Oh, these are my seats. I was like, hmm. No. <laughs> yeah. I said, no, I got receipts for it. And then she just walked away. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you trying to pull? Yeah. It's like there was other empty seats. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, what are you trying, trying to take our seats? Yeah. Even though, the, like I said, there was lots of empty seats. I don't really know what her deal was. She just wanted to, like, drop her nuts, I guess. Yeah. She didn't have any nuts, though. That's the problem. <laughs> no nuts. She wanted to drop her ovaries. Yeah. <laughs> just a big old, big old fat chick. With a bunch, <laughs> bunch with, of kids. Yeah. Like, kind of a fat white trash type chick. Yeah. yeah, like I said, trying to carry her way into seats. I don't know what that was all I about. I slap a bitch. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I got my receipt. <laughs> yeah, it's move. like... Move. Move, yeah. Yeah. You piss off. Can you move? Those are my seats. <laughs> it is, that, it's, I think that's what she said. Um, I said, nah, nah. Nah, nah. nah. I still got my receipt right here. And she, nah. Didn't work, bitch. <laughs> nice try. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Sit, on, sit yeah. on me if I say no? Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> it's 2019, I'll slap a bitch. <laughs> or whatever year it was. Yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't think it was that long ago, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's probably 2021. <laughs> it's 2021, I'll slap yeah. a bitch. Yeah, exactly. Try to get my fucking theater seat yeah. when the whole fucking place is empty. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. It's like, go sit somewhere else. Or better yeah. yet, go home and watch the movie. How about that? With all of your little crotch fruit. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. All right, so <laughs> we're going to wrap this up. We'll be back again tomorrow, and we're doing the the twofer like we did with The Haunting in Connecticut. Yeah. Last night, we watched A Haunting in Georgia from 2002, I believe, and The Haunting in Connecticut 2, Ghosts of Georgia from 2013. So we're going to be talking about those, the Wyrick Haunting, which both of those are based on. Um, so that should be pretty fun. Also today, I finished writing up... Um, a video for my Scare Salon channel because I haven't posted anything on there for several weeks and I thought it was about time. Um, I did another, because if you've been watching my videos over there, like I do a series, like I'm doing my top five favorite horror movies from every year since I was born. So I'm on 1982 now. So hopefully in the next day or two, I'll get that recorded and, um, you know, and edited and uploaded. So look out for that. And I'm also going to be doing a couple, at least one movie review this week, like a live stream. I'm not sure which movie I'm going to do yet. Might be the Limehouse Golem, or it might be, um, it might be the Signal and Await Further Instructions, like a double feature. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, so thanks for dropping by and watching us on this surprise Sunday live stream talking about the new Godzilla movie. So we'll see you guys again uh, tomorrow night. Good night.